You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign Day 35 Pentecost The word Pentecost means 50 in Greek. It was 50 days from the Passover celebration where the children of Israel left Egypt in such a dramatic finale of placing blood on their doorposts until they arrived at Mount Sinai where Moses received the Ten Commandments and the Law. The Ten Commandments have been hailed as the foundation of the Western and free world. The giving of the law at Mount Sinai was a powerful and significant moment for the world. The law of God reveals God's righteous standard. It exposes sin. It tells us how to live. The Apostle Paul said this, he said, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. Romans 7 verse 7. Jesus ratified, validated and upheld the law that was given to Moses. He said the greatest commandment is the first one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind and strength. Matthew 22. He said that adultery is not just the act with another person, but even to look with lust at another person constituted adultery in the heart. He said murder is not just the act, but if you hate your brother in your heart without cause, you are as guilty as a murderer. Matthew 5. Jesus taught that even in the unseen world of our heart and thoughts, we are to obey the law of God. The law that was given at Mount Sinai shows us God's righteous standard on how we are to relate to God and people. The law was a gift from God to humanity. We would be lost without the law of God. The fact that it was 50 days from Passover to the giving of the law is also significant. 50 is a significant number in the Bible. It is five tens. Five is the number of grace and ten is the number of completeness. Most of us have ten fingers and ten toes. There were ten plagues of judgment on Egypt and there were ten commandments given. Mathematically, five times ten is grace times completeness. And the idea is that that is complete grace. God's revelation of the law at Mount Sinai was complete grace grace extended to humanity. However, as perfect, revealing and directing as God's law is, it has no power to help us sinners. The law just shows us all what sinners we really are. It leaves us all defenseless and condemned. There is no one who has managed to keep it. That is, no one until Jesus. Jesus was the only one who was without sin, the only one who followed the law perfectly. At Passover, we remember that he was the perfect sacrifice to cover our sins. But what would God give to us 50 days after such a perfect sacrifice? The very day Israel celebrated the giving of the law, he gave us another gift of complete grace, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Where the law left us powerless, condemned, separated from God, the Holy Spirit empowers us to live a righteous life and seals our salvation and sonship 
and acceptance back to God. Now the number 50 is also significant because it is the number that comes after 49. (laughs) You probably know that already. But you probably also know that the square root of 49 is 7. In other words, 49 is 7 sevens. God set in motion a system of work six days and rest on the seventh day. He also set in motion a calendar of work six years and rest on the seventh year. After seven cycles of working six years and resting on the seventh, you get to the 49th year, at which point he instructed Israel to have another bonus year of rest, which was the 50th year. It was called the year of Jubilee. It was a year where Israel was instructed to forgive all debts, let all slaves go free, and return land to its original owners. It was instituted to break the cycle of debt and slavery. Hallelujah! Did Jesus have anything to say about the year of Jubilee? Yes, Jesus began his ministry with a clear reference to the year of Jubilee. In the synagogue at Nazareth, he read those words from Isaiah where he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Luke 4 verse 18 to 19. The acceptable year is the Jubilee year. His ministry marked the fulfillment of the Jubilee year. He set captives free. He partnered with the Father to release us from our eternal debt to God for our sins. He did this by paying our debts with his life. Then, 50 days after paying our debts, his followers were filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered to proclaim deliverance and release captives wherever they went. In effect, they were empowered to declare the year of Jubilee and the new law of God, the law of freedom, the law of people justified by faith. For that reason, church can and should be a continuous jubilee celebration. So how does this all relate to revival? Well, revival is Pentecost. It is an incredible wild mix of God's righteous law being revealed, but also God's spirit being poured out on all flesh. It is the completeness of grace. In revival, we have it all. People are convicted of their sin. Those who didn't know God's righteous standards suddenly see they are sinners, guilty before a holy God and eternally condemned. Sometimes in revival, when Charles Finney was preaching, people would actually start to experience hell and come running in repentance to the altar, begging God for forgiveness. That would be a Mount Sinai experience. But then, as they come in repentance, God washed away their sin with the blood of Jesus and filled them with his glorious Holy Spirit, releasing them from slavery, forgiving all their debts, and accepting them as sons, making them co-heirs with Christ to his eternal riches. That would be the upper room Jerusalem experience. Eternal riches instead of eternal condemnation. Is that not complete grace? 
So take Mount Sinai, take the upper room experience and the year of Jubilee and put them all in a blender. What do you have? You have revival. Revival, like the law and the Holy Spirit, is complete grace. It is God coming down and revealing his righteous standard but then not leaving us powerless before it. Instead, he redeems us with his blood, filling us gloriously with his spirits so that we can proclaim jubilee to everyone, heal the sick and set captives free. When we pray for revival saints, we are asking for the fullness of Pentecost, both Old and New Testament Pentecost, to be released upon our city. We are praying for the Jubilee year to become our reality. And so we pray, Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep